Well, once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Munn speaking. Our program here called A Fisherman's Five-Minute Look at the Book. No, we got 15 minutes. The Mariner's Call is with you around the weekend period of time. Thank you for just being there. Hey, by the way, if you'd ever like to correspond with us, and from time to time, people will say, Brother Mon, give us an address, give us something. I give you our, uh, thinking about our website, F-O-M-M dot O-R-G, that'll bring you directly to us here at Fishers and Ministries International. Give you our address, uh, snail mail give you our uh, e our email address or whatever you need. And uh, please feel free if something we say or if you'd like to have some input or give me some information about yourself, please do so. Let us hear from you. That's just F-O-M-M dot O-R-G. This old mariner, so thankful to have the opportunity to be with you at this particular time. In the book of 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 2, we have a little thought, our little five-minute program during the week, usually heard Monday through Friday. And I use for a thought a little word here in verse 4 of 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4. And uh, let, let me read it for you, and I hope this will be a blessing to you uh, at this particular time. He's talking to young Timothy. He says in verse 3, Now therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. All right? All right, being saved, living for God's like being a soldier. And if it's like being a soldier, then there's going to be some hardships. Are you listening, sir? All right? And it says, No man that warreth. So to be a soldier, it's going to be hard. And you're going to be in a war. All right. You know, it's not a, you know, we're not on a vacation. Uh, Christians is not on some cruise ship uh, heading toward glory. If it's some kind of ship, I've said before, like a battleship, and the enemy's trying to blow us out of the water all the time. But he said, no man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life. So the affairs of this life can get you all tangled up. Have you ever felt that way in life? You ever felt just just trapped, you know. As you read the Bible, if you get her from Genesis 1 to Revelation 22, you'll find that the enemy has found that human beings are easy to tangle up with the right situation, the right temptation, or you tie you in knots. Did it not do that to Eve with the fall of the entire human race? Tangled her up my friend, with that temptation. Tangle, all tangle up. I've been there, boy, I've been there, done that. I think about uh, the past. I am a fourth generation uh, saved commercial fisherman. I spent the better part of my lost life when I was old enough on the stern of a shrimp trawler. And thinking about boats, shrimp trawlers, netting, fishing, you know, uh, they we, we were taught very, very early in life, as far as our ropes and our nets, everything had to be placed on that boat and positioned in such a way that it not get all messed up. Are, are you listening to me? Now, there began to be problems. I remember in numerous times, not, not, not the exact moment, but times whereby I got in a hurry, I wasn't careful, uh, putting the net back in the water, I mean, the end of the net, throwing it uh, over the stern of the boat, the back of the boat. We pulled two uh, 40-foot uh, nets when I was doing this way back in the 
uh, 60s, um, 1960s. So that <laughs> tells all my age. And you said, uh, what happened? I-, I didn't do something right. And uh, when the nets uh, hung out there in the water, the captain would look back, and he disgusted, come back, and he said, Wayne, yes, sir, sir, look, it's all tangled up. Have you ever let your life get that way? No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life. As far as those nets is concerned, we had to even be careful where we put those nets at. We put them in the water. You you don't want to tangle them up around coral reefs. You don't want to uh, hang some type of wreckage, which would be a sunken ship or maybe uh, a plane that had gone down, and those nets just wrap around those part of wreckage. Thousands of dollars lost that's there. You know, this can happen to you practically. I've seen times where I've called, and whether it was my wife or my children or my grandchildren or my great-grandchildren, bring, bring Dad or, or Grandpa or Pawpaw, bring his extension cord. They'd bring an extension cord, uh, unwind that, give me the end, and instead of unwinding it, they just threw it down and gave me the end of it. It was all tangled up. The same thing with the water hose. Are you, follow, are you following me? I'm just trying to illustrate what we're talking about this morning so you know, or, the, or whenever you're listening to our program, so you understand what I'm talking about. No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life. All tangled up. Have you ever felt trapped? This word first appeared in the book of Exodus, Exodus chapter 14, and verse 1 through 3, the children of Israel had left Egypt under the high hand of Moses. All right. They're hidden out of Egypt, hidden toward the land of Canaan. It seems as if they're going the wrong direction because uh, the enemy just said, let them go. Knowing what they're doing, they're headed in an area where they're going to get all boxed in. And uh, uh, you know what? In Exodus chapter 14, we find the children of Israel entangled in the land. All right? Uh, They have the wilderness on the right, the Red Sea on the left. They are trapped. Then the army is going to come behind. They're going to get recaptured. They're going to be taken back to uh, Egypt. And as far as servitude is concerned, even more so. Just, just unbearable, you know. They were trapped. Have you ever felt trapped? Just like these people trapped into the land. You know, I got good news. No matter the tangled up mess you've made out of life, my friend, you know there's help for the children of Israel. Of course, they're they're following the hand of God. Seems as if the hand of God has brought them down. So what does God do? Entangle in the land, but the Lord helps them with this entanglement. What does he do? And of course, you know the story. Opens up the Red Sea, and they go across on dry land, and the people that got all tangled up there were the Egyptians. Uh, when they followed thereafter and followed down in the sea, uh, mistake, you know, don't go down there with those horses and chariots, you know, because uh, when the last one walked out on dry ground on the other side, uh, think about the Red Sea, back together. Closed back up. We think about the Egyptians drowned up and down the seashore. You could see hundreds, probably thousands of bodies, you know, entangled, entangled. You know, I find in the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 22, you know what the Pharisees tried to do? Well, Jesus, really, he, uh, you know, he had been out of shape with these people. And he just put them on a spot and told them exactly what was going to happen to them. 
And it says in Matthew chapter 22 and verse 15 that these people tried to entangle him in his words. What? They're trying to get Jesus Christ to where, you know, he's saying one thing, uh, but yet in reality, you know, it doesn't match. Going to tangle him up in his words. You know, the devil tried to do that to you. Uh, what are you talking about, Brother Mon? Uh, thinking about with, uh, with Eve, all to get her to add or to subtract from the word of God, you know? Uh, by thy words thou shalt be justified. By thy words thou shalt be condemned. What does Solomon say in Proverbs 21, verse 23? Whoso keepeth his mouth and his tongue, keepeth his soul from trouble. Get you tangled up with your words. Oh, have you ever just found yourself where you just about had to, you had to tell a lie? And then they tell a little, another lie to get out of that lie and another and another. As far as your words is concerned, just tangle you all up, you know. What are you saying, Brother Juan? You know, as far as my mouth is concerned, a lot of people say mankind has what's called foot and mouth disease, uh, not just physically, but spiritually, you know. Uh, with me, I might face a situation where I'm about to get in a fight, you know. Don't get tangled. Don't get tangled up with that person. Uh, yes, sir, but uh, I had a genetic disorder. What was it? I couldn't keep my mouth shut. My mouth got engaged before my brain could calculate the possible damage it was going to do to me. How about you? With your tongue, have you gotten yourself in a mess? You know, by thy words thou shalt be justified, and isn't it good that we serve a God that can forgive sin? No matter what's been done with the tongue, I know there's damage that's in that 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 is there, but there's there's forgiveness. What are you saying? I'm saying with the tangled up situation that you find yourself in, there's some help, like the Red Sea deliverance, where God got him across on dry ground. In Galatians chapter five, there's these Galatian people got all tangled up with the law. What? All right. They were, they were trusting the grace of God to save them plus the law, not just grace alone. All right. For by grace alone are you saved. For by grace are you saved through faith. It's grace, not grace plus the law. But they were, they were going to put the law with this. And you know when they did that? It got them all tangled up doctrinally. You know, if you're not careful, as far as your beliefs are concerned, people are trusting not only just the grace of God, but also some things that they're doing to bring about salvation, my friend. And if you're trusting justification by the law, he even says there in the book of Galatians chapter 5, I believe it's verse 4, you've fallen from grace. In other words, grace not going to help you, you know. Uh, messed up as far as uh, salvation by trusting something other than the grace of God? I've asked people, I said, sir, are you a Christian? And you know what he tells me? He tells me something that he's done. I've been baptized, or I'm given to charities, or I'm trying to keep the commandments, you know. You're messed up in your beliefs, my friend, all tangled up. Our verse, 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 4, no man that warth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life. As far as a Christian soldier, what could tie him up? What could hinder him? The affairs of this life. Huh. Literally, maybe it would be morals. Areas of immorality. Heard of many a situation where a man would say, I got all tangled up with this person. And was speaking of another woman. 
the same is true as far as uh, a woman with another man, whereby they betrayed all those oaths that they had made as far as we think about marriage is concerned. This, this life, my friend, Satan just wants to tangle us all up. He do so just maybe with the making of monies, you know. You know, people get all tangled up there. They make the wrong investments or they find themselves in debt and they go deeper in debt and to where it comes to a time where they so tangled up. They like the little kitty cat with a ball of yarn. They just can't get out. There's just no way out. They're tangled up like me and my nets and all the rope. Untie it. My father just would say sometimes, just swallow, look down at your mess and get some help. If you can't do it yourself, you say, what are you saying? I'm saying there's always help from God. Now, God may say to you, God may work this out to where you made the mess. I'm going to give you strength to take care of it. Sometimes the Lord may just open a Red Sea situation for you, just let you completely out of the tangled mess that you were in. But sometimes you just have to jump in and work on it. You know, ask the Lord for some help. Isn't it good to know, even though the oh, what uh, uh, what a mess we make uh, as far as life, and 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 Satan laughs at them. sometimes the tangled mess we make. You know, uh, you know people just throw their hands up, but to understand that there's help for us, sir. No matter what has happened, there's a Red Sea experience for you. God can get you out of the tangled mess that you're in. Or give you grace, my friend, to take and untangle some of those knots. No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life. The devil knows and has found out that humans easy to tangle up in the right situation and the right temptation to tie us in knots. And only God can undo that situation. Now, until next week, this is Fisher Munn saying goodbye.